The Wrestling Nerds Radio Network presents... Take a seat and buckle up, folks, because Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn are here to violate your ear holes with more indie wrestling, pop culture, and pee-pee humor than you could possibly mentally or emotionally prepare for. You're here for reviews, interviews, nonsense, and more nonsense. It's the IndieCast! What's up, sluts? Oh! Greetings, everybody, and welcome to an all-fully gimmicked episode of IndieCast After Dark. It doesn't take that much. Well, I was going to say Romero, but that's not your last name, so that would be very... uh, Well, I mean, that, you know, for Fabin, I mean... Well, we're not shoot-naming here, like, relax. Uh, So, yeah, that's uh, Luda Lynn, I'm Zach Romero. Uh, The Allen family are uh, dealing with the wrath of uh, Chinamite right now, so... Uh, it's just us, an After Dark episode, and the return of my new policy, my new, uh, gimmick for the show on After Dark episodes. I'm going to start this episode off by asking a random question that will completely derail the program and have nothing to do with our topics at hand. So, tonight's question is, Mm -hmm. Luna, what is your least favorite part of a garage sale? Having one or going to one? Because those are two very different Having things. Having one. Uh, oh my god. Every single part of it, from start to finish. So you have to fucking schlep everything out, mm-hmm. and then you have to fucking price everything, otherwise you wait, get people wait, 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 asking wait. you every you five minutes. You have to schlep minutes. everything like, out yeah. at like quarter to three in the morning. But fuck early! Yeah. It's stu- Nobody's coming by my house at 6am to buy my bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. But no, my absolute least, fa- least favorite thing ever about yard sales is people who will haggle you... When something's already a quarter. Mm-hmm. If it's a quarter, don't offer me a dime. Go fuck yourself. That's what. That's my response to you. Like, oh, would you take ten cents? Uh, would you take my foot up your ass? Like, no, grandma. Fucking take it for a quarter or don't. Like, eat it. Drives mm-hmm. me insane. Like, people, I never lose faith in humanity faster than then hosting a yard sale. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the fucking wars. Excellent. Like, certain things, you understand the haggle. You know, if it's, like, a higher-priced item, or if it's something, like, if they're buying a bunch of shit, and they go, well, you just take 20 for everything, absolutely I will do that. But don't fuck with me over something that's already, like, pennies on the dollar. All right, like, I'm already losing money on this. There's memories tied to this. Clearly, Please yeah. do not insult me further. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. All right, so that was the uh, derailment question. Our cats are fat. Excuse them. So... Uh, before we get to the actual uh, serious topic of this episode, uh, just recently this week, uh, it was Luna's birthday. It's and, my birthday. And so uh, Luna and I... I turned a crisp, crisp 25. I was actually going to say 25. Thank um, you. So uh, Luna and I went to Orlando. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the trip did not go as exactly as planned. So why don't you walk us through the series of events? Well, the dumb thing Mm -hmm. is that, like, I have, like, bird brain, right? Okay. So, like, when it's dark, it's bedtime. And also, I forget things real fucking easy. So last year, we tried to do Epcot on my birthday. Us and some friends of ours. And the park was fucking packed. Because it's, like, mid-food and wine. The weather's just starting to get decent in Florida. All is right with the world. All of the planets have aligned and everybody decides to bum rush Epcot. So the exact same thing happened this year. Yes. We go, we get in, we're fucking, we're parking in BFE and the park is packed. But like for no good reason. 
like they weren't doing again. Like, it's just the planets aligning. Times day, yeah. It was just like whatever. Everybody picked this day to go to fucking Epcot, and it's not even like Veterans Day is a big holiday. Like most people still have to work. Like right. it's a mail and bank holiday, I think. But like. You know, the majority of people, it's not like it's fucking 4th of July or whatever. We're like, right. universally, a lot of places either have off or close early. No. None of this. Everybody decides Epcot this day. So, we're cheesed. The original plan was to go to Germany yes. in Epcot and go to the big German restaurant, which we've never been. Yes. And uh, order their sauerbraten. Because, because Mama fucking loves sauerbraten. Luna's, one yes. of her favorite dishes is sauerbraten. Yes. My sister's grandparents... Very complicated family tree. Yeah, it's a little complicated. Uh, but my sister's paternal grandparents, there we go, because that makes that sound like we're actually related, were, like, straight off the boat German, like vacuum cleaner, the whole nine yards. And they made bomb-ass food. And one of my favorite things is German pot roast, which is sauerbraten, and it's delightful. And we've had it at Mr. Dunderbox in Tampa, mm-hmm. and so I overheard some dad wearing socks and sandals the last time we were leaving Epcot say, blah, 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 sauerbraten. And then I was like, what? The fuck? I forgot that Germany would have German food and that they would absolutely have sauerbraten. So I have been thinking about nothing but sauerbraten since that trip. However, since everybody bomb-rushed Epcot, we were foiled in that endeavor because the German restaurant was packed to capacity and was like $45 a person. Because it's buffet style. It's not like a regular menu, which we didn't know either. Fuck me. Um, That's Vegas prices for buffet. What the hell? Right? Like, the fuck? You're not... Bring a fucking sleeping bag. Right. Um, Thank you, McElroy Brothers. Um, So we go, okay, fuck that, because I'm not... About that life. Like, I'm not waiting in that Well, basically, they treated it like it was like Be Our Guest or one of the other fancy restaurants in Disney where it's like, oh, you needed reservations two months ago. And it's like, well, we didn't plan on that. Yeah, like, I wasn't prepared for this. So, as is uh, the Romero way, we said, Mm -hmm. fuck this shit, let's go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we decided we were going to go to Magic Kingdom because we do have annual passes so we can hop. Whoa, 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 whoa before we even got to Magic Kingdom. Right, no, I'm saying that's why we turned oh, yeah, around no, totally. and, and quickly like, departed that restaurant. I was also hungry as fuck, so right. we decided that we were going to get something to nosh on while right. we were at Epcot. Since it's at Food and Wine Festival, we might as well. And so for anyone who doesn't know, Food and Wine Festival, it's this extra special time where this one park, in addition it's to magic. having little restaurants and, and um, food stops all, all on the way from different countries... They bring in, like, double the amount of countries mm-hmm. and their food and offer them in, like, little kiosks. And so you just go up there. They have, like, maybe three items to eat, three mm-hmm. items to drink. You throw your – all overpriced. You yeah. throw your money down. <laughs> you get your shit and you go. Yeah. And everything's kind of like finger food almost. Yeah, Meaning like they smaller portions. Yeah, it's yeah. way smaller. It's like a tiny portion. It's not like, yeah, oh, I got can... a whole bowl of chili that I'm going to eat. It's like, no, you get, yeah, like, a because the idea is you're going to get a lot of shit. Right. Yeah. So, we decide that we're going to uh, depart from Big Germany, mm-hmm. and we stopped at Little Germany, mm-hmm. a little kiosk there. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a bratwurst with giant air quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen thicker wieners in cart dogs outside of Home Depot, but that's neither wow. here nor there. That's a brat, my guy. <laughs> um, so, we had a little brat, and we had mm-hmm. like this weird, seemingly like mac and cheese, but it tasted more like scrambled eggs. Yeah, that was a weird thing. It was... The idea was, or at least the 
way it was conveyed was that it would be like au gratin potatoes with ham mm-hmm. and mac and cheese. So you're like, oh, okay, like cheesy potato ham right. and goodness. But yeah, it had the consistency of like an omelet. So like, I don't understand where the potato went. Like, it went from something that should be like kind of hearty and hefty to like, right. it's light and airy. And I was like, weird. I don't understand what this is. So, still pretty discouraged at this point. Right, because still under, a little underwhelmed by their kiosk. But then everything changed. When we stopped by China. Yeah. We had uh, little chicklin, chicklin, little chicken dumplings <laughs> and uh, these little like spare ribs. Oh my God. Which were holy were so shit. Good. Very good. So good. Uh, and then, so then we had some, some better food in our belly. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, all right, we've had enough sustenance that we can make it to Magic Kingdom. Right. And so we're trotting along we're almost out into like the main area of epcot uh which by the way we didn't even talk about we said fuck the magnets too because i could get oh, a little Jesus, annual yeah. pass holder magnet but there was a line the out the door remy magnet to hell that. and then yeah no <clears throat> so we're about to leave world showcase the bunch of countries part of epcot and i said you know what let's stop at uh norway which you shot down and then we said wait a minute mexico Let's see what they got. Mm-hmm. And so we pop by and oh boy, am I glad we did because oh, holy shit, so good. very yeah. good. We actually got all three of the items they had at the little Mexico kiosk, which was a pork belly taco on a corn tortilla, mm. a um, braised beef on top of a little to- uh, toasted tostada, mm-hmm. and a chocolate bread pudding. All of those things fucked. Unbelievable. Yeah. We, it, was, it was like an all Gordon Ramsay orgy. Just standing right by this little kiosk. We were just like, oh, it was ridiculous. It was very good. Yeah, because, like, love made some bread pudding, but I'd never had chocolate bread pudding, and it was delightful. Yeah. And the pork belly was super good, and it had, like, a, a, a verde sauce instead of, like, a traditional mm. salsa, which is not something Luna's usually into, but it was a perfect balance in this case. Yeah, like, I'm painfully Caucasian, so usually, like, no sauce for me, but I was like, I would... It was, it was just good. perfect. It was yeah. a perfect combination. It was the perfect storm. It was delicious. So outstanding on that front. Absolutely. Then we went to Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and Christmas the shit out of it. They had Main yeah. Street all gussied up for Christmas. Which is my favorite. So we took plenty of photos and looked well, at all the, the shops. The interesting thing is because it said the, the park was open until 11, but it didn't give a reason why. Right. Like when I looked it up. Because normally it would tell you if it's an event day. Like if they're having... Not so scary, or for the holidays, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, but it didn't say that, and I knew it wasn't a party day, so I was like, okay, but whatever, at least it's open till 11. So it turns out that they were actually filming some of the content for, like, their Christmas specials and stuff. So the cool thing was the park was open till 11, but most of the normies trickled out by then, so, like, we We had had a pretty clear shot. Yeah. Yeah. So we went through all the shops, Mm -hmm. looked at all kinds of stuff, and then we snuck onto the Haunted Mansion. Mm -hmm. Um... Rode the hell out of that, which we hadn't ridden it since the 50th anniversary, like, rehab. Yeah, we rode the Haunted Mansion, went to the mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion store. I love my mind, don't worry. Discovered something alarming that I'm still having non-buyer's remorse about. And non-buyer's remorse is uh, when you regret not buying something, as opposed to, you know, obviously the opposite of buyer's remorse. Um, so I have major non-buyer's remorse because they had a Haunted Mansion onesie for adults. Onesie. I'm so shook. Like, I... I'm still, I'm still in a tizzy. Like, it's got me. We still have to up. put the dioramas together. Oh, I know the dioramas. So anyway, that was our uh, birthday Epcot trip, and then 
Uh, the next day, we went to a couple big malls in Orlando. Went mm-hmm. to our favorite tourist trap of Old Town in Kissimmee. I wouldn't consider Old Town a tourist. Oh, it's one hundred percent a tourist trap. No, all the gift shops are tourist traps. What Old the, Town's not a tourist trap. And it's in there. What else is there to do? No, but like Old Town has like adorable charm to offer. It's not like trying to trick you to come in and then like fucks you in the ass because it's lame. Like Old Town slaps. The greatest thing going for Old Town is that their Auntie Anne's pretzel place sells booze. Coldest and cheapest beer in Old Town. I know, but my point is it's very lame except for us. We You're think lame. it's the greatest, but most people if you took How dare you If you Old took Town. Chad and Shelley's little baby angel girls uh-huh. and took them to Old Town, would they have a good time? There's an A&W, we would get root beer floats. They would uh-huh. have a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's cool. an arcade. Fun spot. It's huge. Right at the end of fucking Old Town. They would have a great time. Plus, you can put the dollar in that thing and electrocute the dummy and make him shimmy shake for a dollar. Yes. Murder this man in front of children. Yeah, Anyways, totally so that was the... It. Piper That was it. the birthday... That's true. That was the birthday extravaganza for Luna. Mm-hmm. Ta-da. So before we get to the main subject of today's episode, uh, since we just talked about... Epcot and Disney, mm-hmm. the day we recorded this, Disney Plus officially launched. Oh, heck yeah. And, uh, My best birthday present. Yeah, Luna's already mm-hmm. uh, gotten to go over it a little bit. I have not. I've just mm-hmm. been seeing you know everyone's snarky takes online. Yeah, which again, people love to complain. Yes. Um, what have you thought? What's your initial assessment of uh, Disney Plus hitting the market? Um, I'm kind of surprised it took them this long, but I am glad that it has come to fruition. Okay. Um, because I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. As with everything, it's a pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting into that point where now everybody, everybody has to have a streaming service. So, like, well, now you might as well just have cable. But cable still sucks dick. You know what right. I mean? So, like, fuck cable. And even still, if you've got, like, the top tiers, you're still paying less than what a basic cable package would cost. Right. So I'm not, like, disputing that by any means. Um, But I think considering Disney's library just of itself, plus the other properties it owns, it's brilliant for them to put it all together. Well, we've talked about it before, that uh, I think the Disney, the timeline that brought us to Disney Plus Mm -hmm. is absolutely the exact same order of operations as everything that Disney does under Bob Iger. Hey, we've got Mickey Num Num Coffee at the parks. Mmm, this coffee sucks. I wish there was a Starbucks on Disney property. All right, well, we bought Share, and now there's Starbucks on Disney property. Uh, like, yeah. oh, make, we want to make superhero movies. Eh, these kind of suck. Marvel does it better. Fuck you, then. We're buying Marvel. Mm-hmm. So... Same thing. Oh, well, it's there's some Disney movies Netflix on Netflix and Hulu and, yeah. Hulu and da, 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 da. Wow, these are great. And, oh, man, they're bringing this movie on? Oh, I can't wait to watch this again. Huh. People really enjoy that, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, fuck this shit. We're going to do it ourselves. Yeah. So that's kind of the Disney way to a certain well, extent. Well, and, too, because Disney's always had a bit of exclusivity mm-hmm. uh, because they do the vault bullshit. Right. Where, like, a movie will only be available for so long and then they pull it from the shelves, which mm-hmm. is unheard of. But it creates that idea of scarcity. Right. But I had read this article the other day about, like, I don't remember the time frame off the top of my head. Um, And 93% of statistics are all made up on the spot. Mm -hmm. But, like, over the last however many years that, like, DVD and Blu-ray sales have dropped, like, 40% because everybody's going to streaming. 
So once Disney sort of sees that trend of even with their vault tactics, the fact that people aren't buying tangible copies anymore, they're going to rely more heavily on a digital medium. And thank God, because Disney Plus is great. And I've only had it for less than three hours. But if anything happened to it, I would kill everyone in the room and then myself. (laughs) Myself. Yeah. Um, Well... What have you watched? I was waiting for that. Um, well, it was really hard to just not watch Brink first thing because, oh hey man. Brink with this lady. It slaps. It slaps. Did um, you have a crush on Jonathan Taylor Thomas when you were like a teen, a preteen girl? I mean, like, who didn't? You know what I mean? But it wasn't like over the moon. You okay. know what I mean? Like, I wasn't, like, I didn't have a poster of him on my wall, but like, I'll still throw down a uh, fucking home improvement home improvements on it. Yeah. It was called a tool time. I was like, that's the show How within dare the show. You. Uh, if home improvements on like i'll still throw it on for it um i was that no mosquito orange kind of girl forever forever in a day he's perfect Um, anyways yeah but uh today i started with gargoyles because it's my favorite and uh goliath fucks and keith david in general fucks and i fucking love keith david now when you were a kid Mm -hmm. Was Gargoyles your preferred Disney afternoon cartoon show, or? Oh, I had a few, but Gargoyles was definitely up there. Um, Because I watched a lot of, I mean, I watched a lot of Disney programming, but, like, as a kid, I remember, like, in the evenings, it was always Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, I never watched. No, but I mean, like, in kid shows in general, like, (laughs) flipping through channels. You just worded it in a way, you're like, ah, Disney shows. Are you afraid of the dark? Well, no, but, like, in the mornings, they had... There was a live-action Alice in Wonderland yep. show, and, um, like, the Little Mermaid cartoon, which wasn't great, but it no. was on, you know, first yeah. before school and stuff like that. You couldn't watch Sailor evenings, Moon every day. Right, and then in the evenings, it was, like, the weird Toonami block, and mm-hmm. then you got Sailor Moon, and I think Dragon Ball Z came on afterward. Yep. And then um, it was, like, whatever was on between all that Are You Afraid of the Dark, you know, and whatever was on Disney, like, whatever right. weird bullshit movie they've concocted. And then Nick at Night. Exactly, and then Nick at Night, which was great at the time because um, now it's all like shit that I remember and I'm like this is gross like, yeah I don't want Fresh Prince as fucking Nick thank and Knight you. Like, no Nick and Knight is Lucy bewitched on. I Love Lucy I Dream of Jeannie right. fucking Mary Tyler Moore Mary Tyler Moore all that yeah, shit yeah, like, yeah. oh my god so um, fuck out of that. so Gargoyles yes it fucks <sighs> um, I was actually watching it over your shoulder earlier because you nasty um, mm-hmm. animation pretty good yeah, I mean, like, there's certain... The funny thing about gargoyles is, like, there's such an interesting dynamic between them being these, like, ferocious creatures, mm-hmm. but, like, they still have cartoony expressions. Yeah. Like, in the first episode, like, something kind of took Goliath off guard, and he had a very, like, standard cartoon, like, huh? kind of face, and I was like, that's hilarious, because, right. like, he probably shouldn't be making that face, Well, but I, I think still they probably softened it. it up so, like, hey, we need kids to still watch this, and these are fucking nightmares. A lot of people die in the first two episodes. Whoops, yeah. Like, just an armies of people are slaughtered. Like, woof, okay. Well, I think this might have been, and I, I don't know if my timing's off on it, but this might have been sort of Disney's answer to Batman the Animated Series. Oh, I firmly In terms of, that, like, yeah. kind of more adult-themed, somewhat more serious. Yeah metropolitan kind of action show for boys and that we can make a lot of toys for. Yeah. Because I remember that being a lot of toys. I remember I owned the Gargoyles VCR board game. Woof. It was not good. No. Um, no, very rarely can you combine the words VCR and board game with a decent turnout. Not great. Yeah. 
So what's been the most surprising thing that you've seen on uh, on Disney Plus thus far in your explorations? Um, I guess some of just the shit that, like, nobody gives a fuck about. Okay. Like, there's the Davy Crockett movie, you know, Oof. and, like, shit like that that I'm like, what? And there's one of, I don't even know what it's called, something, something. But it's, like, a picture of a boy and a wolf. And I'm like, who? From, like, the 50s, you know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. who demanded this be on here? Like, just because you own it doesn't mean you have to release it. Because, like, you can't tell me anybody's watching that. Like, come on. Um, Why watch Boy and His Wolf when you could watch Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? Thank you, and Sweet Life on Deck. Oh. Dude. Dude. It, it's great. That's all I'm saying. And there's all of, like, you know, fucking uh, Darkwing Duck and Tailspin and all that good shit. Like, yes, please. I, you, you told me earlier this is on there. Yeah. Uh-oh. What is the, what is the plot to Bonkers? Oh, don't ask me. I don't know. I know I've watched a lot of that cartoon. I don't know what that cartoon's about. Yeah, like, I know that I've laid my eyeballs I, on it. I have no clue. I want to say it's like a cheetah or a leopard as a cop. And I think his tail is, is springy, I think. Could not tell you what that show is about. Oh, you know, what? I didn't, I didn't see it looking through, but I think I read that the Gummy Bears cartoon was going to be on there, which is awesome because nobody remembers that show but me. You and uh, Derek. Yes, me and Derek Wayne, because like I fucking loved Gummy Bears, and because it was like sort of the answer to the Smurfs, but fuck yes. the Smurfs, and, but it was and, great. <sighs> There's some voice actors in that. Like, I want to say that one of the gummy bears is, like, Piglet, and I think there's, like, Baloo or something like that. That would make sense. There's a couple voices for them where I'm like, hey, that's this other guy. That's yeah. not that. Disney um, tends to do that, so. Here's the other question, though. Mm-hmm. I need a streaming service mm-hmm. for the real weird cartoon shit. Oh, okay. They're going to say, like, Pornhub, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they have that. I Put that on Roku. Okay. Um, no, I need one... That has, like, the Back to the Future cartoon, or the Mask cartoon, Woof, or the really bad for. Ace Ventura cartoon. Oh, God, it just gets worse. I want a streaming service for that shit. No. The real weird stuff. Yeah. We'll just go to the bootleg vendor booth at True. fucking your local comic convention. Also, I remember watching a lot of SWAT cats and that being particularly... Enthralled. Gross. Yeah, I don't think I remember. I remember those. flipping. I distinctly remember flipping channels between Wild and Crazy Kids uh, and SWAT yeah. Cats because I would have. I would be goddamned to actually go outside and play. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I will flip through these very boring channels yeah. and watch these shows that are just nothing. No, and that's if, that's. And if I was yeah. really in a pinch, it would be Wild and Crazy Kids, SWAT Cats, and God help me, Saved by the Bell. I would literally be flipping through channels, catching, what, maybe a third of each show's story for that episode, and not being bothered. No, God, no. Okay. That's awful. Here we are. Now, allegedly, HBO now is trying to compete with this Disney Plus dynamic. And they're getting into bed with Warner Brothers, and you're going to have all the DC movies and yabba, yabba, yabba. And do you think that's even worth it at this Not point? Not even remotely. Like, HBO, I appreciate that you're making an effort. But, like, your days of the titan of television is over. Okay. Like, we're good. You think Game of Thrones is basically their last big hurrah and now it's just fallen to obscurity? Pretty much. And, I mean, 
HBO over the course of like you know its history has had some phenomenal content. Right. Like they are, I think, a a real pioneer in terms of like channel specific shows. Right. Um, and really kind of introducing the idea of like this is film quality content. Yeah, that is like, stretched out over you can like create your own A plus bullshit. Um, but I think at this point, this late in the game, to compete with fucking Disney, who owns literally everything. Just good luck, man. Like, the best they can do is hope to, like, get in a bed bundle with, like, Netflix or something because Disney owns, you know, Hulu. Um, do you... Are you interested at all in the weird stream-exclusive content? Like, the live-action Lady and the Tramp that Disney just made? Nothing makes my soul ache more than the words live-action Lady and the Tramp. Um... Because I, they're going to fuck it up. I'm hoping it's less live-action remakes with smaller budgets, and that's what's on the streaming service. And I hope it's more a resurgence of the terrible direct-to-video sequels to animated features. Oh, that's features. totally like, what it's going to be. I want the Cinderella 7 film on the streaming right. service, where it's like, oh, now there's time travel involved, mm-hmm. and we don't give a shit anymore. Like, that's I'm here for that. Well, my issue with, like, things like the live-action Lady and the Tramp is that the movie is not designed... It'd be like if you're like, oh, we're gonna do Oliver and Company live-action. You oof. But why, though? It's all gonna be still fucking CGI, because you can't make animals do that. Yeah, so what's the point? And you're gonna filter it down, because you know they're not gonna have the Siamese cats be the same way. Like, they were precious, and it's just like how they edited Aristocats to be racially sensitive. Which, not saying that it shouldn't be, but, like, at the time, it was a different time. You know, Reason's like how they have... Okay. Well, no, not even, but like how they have the claws before Dumbo now, where it's like, hey, there's some shit in here that's not kosher, but at the time it was kosher, but like, you know, we understand that... We know that, that we've moved on, but... Society uh, has it evolved. Is what it is. Yeah, but like, same kind of thing. Like, then if you know that you have to modify it that heavily, like, how about we just don't fuck with it then? Like, how about we Speaking don't bring this back? of fucking with it, mm-hmm. people have already noticed that there have been some changes to the content streaming. Oh, I'm sure. Namely, Greedo now says something before he fires at Han. I guess it's like a Greedo swear. I don't know. A Greedo swear. They don't say it in the subtitles. He just says it. Like, mm-hmm. these, like, well, like mock, okay. make, mock. Well, and my, then my Solo's is... like, yeah, well, fuck you. And then he goes, Malchucky. And then boom. But it doesn't say what Malchucky means. It's just, he mm-hmm. says it and then fires and Han Solo's head gets photoshopped out of the way, and then he kills Greedo. Okay, because my question was, does he say it before or after getting shot? He says it before as, like, a reach for the sky. Yeah, well, fuck you, too. Yeah, yeah he's basically uh, Kurt Russell now in Greedo yeah. form. Okay. Well, that would have been a way better story. True. Just fucking CGI out Greedo's, you know, CGI Greedo's entire backstory is just the, the movie The Thing, yeah. and it's like, oh, what a much more interesting character Only, like, who gets gunned down in cold blood. the thing, yeah. What a way to go. Right. Perfect. Yeah, I, I figured there would be certain things that are going to be, like, modified. Now that it's in a much wider, like, market, you know what I mean? Now that that many people have the potential to be slapping their eyeballs on this. Um, but certain things like that, it's like, just why? Why did we waste time and effort and pay somebody to do this? Well, the other thing I'm curious about is um, the formatting of certain things, which mm-hmm. sounds super boring. But there's been cases of shows that were, uh, like, TV shows, live-action shows Mm -hmm. that were presented in standard 
definition yeah. in uh, full screen. And when they came to a streaming service, they were presented in widescreen. Mm-hmm. Which you're like, oh, is it stretched and stuff? No. They used the, like, original footage. Which is buck wild to me. But slapped yeah. it on there. And so the hilarious part is you see fucking extras and shit and cameras because yeah, like they the were filming the yeah. with the intention of this is going to be full screen. We don't have to worry about this yeah. shit. So I'm curious if there's going to be things like that in Disney. If, like, well, they're going to have it's... the original footage of something and be like, ah, we'll just throw it on there. I doubt they went through that much work for it. Because um, even, like, Gargoyles is very clearly, like... It's a DVD rip, and they just copy-pasted it on the... Yeah, like, it's not made for, you know, widescreen by any means. Like, it's a square fucking giant TV kind of show, and it's a square fucking animation. Like, that's it. Like, this is the space that you get, and that's it. They should do the thing that the old, um... Uh... Like, uh, the GameCube had the attachment where you could put the Game Boy Advance games in, and you could play the Game Boy games on your GameCube... Well, Game Boy games are obviously just a square. Yeah. But GameCube was in full was in full screen, or, um, or widescreen rather. So what they did was they had like a border on each side that was like colorful and cute that tied into like whatever you were playing. Oh, that's adorable. So if you were playing Pokemon, yeah, there would be like a Pokemon border on each side. Cute. They should totally do the same thing mm-hmm. for Disney if it's yeah. a show or cartoon or whatever mm-hmm. that's not in widescreen. They should have like a yeah. fun little border on each side. So you're like, oh great. Well, widescreen is bad enough. And then um, a friend of mine had posted about it on Facebook who is bigger into like gaming and things and it has like the super wide monitors oh no and they were like yeah super not made for that like uh uh-uh. like this is the next level shit well, and they are not designed like for that. Like, yeah. well that makes sense i mean nobody makes something with the intention that you're gonna watch it on In the way 30 of, like, years from now this is gonna really kick wide. Ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah like fuck so but. is there anything not on disney plus that you are demanding they put on disney plus that's a good question. Well, it does have Halloween Town. Good. Which is very important. And the Santa um, Claus. Starting and the to Santa mail. Claus. Yes. And fucks. Um, I'm sure there is. It's just nothing I can think of off the top of my head right now. Because, like, the biggest, one of the, the bigger exciting points, um, besides, like, the retro, like, fun 90s stuff, would uh, definitely the Marvel movies. Just some having of those, them like, all in one place is super convenient. Exactly, instead of having to fucking buy all of them, because Jesus Christ, there's a thousand now, and like we've got a couple, but it's more of a smattering, and like some of them I haven't watched since they came out, so mm-hmm. it's it's nice to just be able to like have access to that when I need it, and not like oh where did I put the DVD for blah blah blah, like huh? Um, yeah, I don't know. I want more of the Disney Channel movies, like yeah. the Susie Q's and Love Susie Q. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's legit. Yeah. The, my house mom is a robot or something like that. There was another weird one. Oh, there. yeah. The weird robot house. Yeah. Which, um, there was a show on Sci-Fi Channel that had that, too, where the house was, like, a sentient AI. I don't remember what it was called, but, uh, I don't remember what it was called. That's my new favorite send-off for the show, uh, is, um, uh, Sci-Fi had something like that. No, they did. I just don't remember what the fuck it was called. Because it was like Fringe, but no, somebody told me about Fringe, but it's definitely not Fringe. Fringe um, is 100% not that. Yeah, but that's the only thing that's blaring in my head, and I'm like, it's super not Fringe. Uh, X-Files? No. Uh, no. Sliders? No. Um, uh, there was a show. Whatever. I don't know. I got nothing. Okay. Yeah. But there was that. Um, well, good. Oh, hold on. Let me let me fucking... Oh, God. Me Are you literally it. Googling now? No, I was going to pull up the Disney Plus app. Oh, okay. 
I already have it on the... Oh, yeah, there you go. What He's you already want? watching Gargoyles, dude. And we just got introduced to Jonathan Frakes. Who, his character literally As just looks Jonathan like him. Frakes, like, yeah. what the fuck? We didn't even try. Oh, there is High School Musical. The musical, the series. I'm super not excited about that. I, High School Musical was after my, like, prime childhood time. Uh, I'm pretty thrilled that Heavyweights is on there. That's a, yes, I love definitely. That. Um, we've got, I'm pretty sure both versions of The Parent Trap are on there. Also, I did enjoy that they've got some old um, Mickey cartoons. Excellent. Like, obviously, because it's Disney. But, like, that they've even got, like, OG Steamboat Willie and shit like that on there. And, like, Mouse and the Popper or whatever. Like, Do they have the new Mickey, though? That's the question. Yes, they do. Oh, well, holy shit. Which is my favorite. Which, by the way, if you haven't watched the new Mickey shorts, highly fucking recommended. They're so good. It's made me give a shit about the original Disney characters when I definitely did not give a shit about the original Disney characters. Now, do you think, have they said that, are they going to actually rotate things out? Like, oh are they going to... once upon a mattress. Are they going to actually implement, like, the vault system to their streaming service? God, I hope not. I don't know. They haven't mentioned it? Oh, Flubber, that's all I Yeah, you knows. can watch Flubber, Inspector Gadget. And Blank Check. I mean, really? Oh, White Fang, that was the one with the kid and the wolf. And I was like, what is this? Oh, and Iron Will, another one with the kid and the wolf. What the Kids fuck? And the wolf, kids and wolves were very popular. But, like... Tall Tale? Who? What the fuck is even Tall Tale? 95, Pecos Bill? Like, who's watching this? Who's going, oh, I definitely need to watch that. I'm like, ugh. Although Tom and Huck was great, I can't even be mad about that. Let me ask you this real quick, Apple and then we'll get to like our that. actual subject here. that we're supposed to be focusing on. Nah. Um, so Blumhouse just released a trailer for New Invisible Man. Okay. And it's like... A serious, spooky, kind of domestic violence thriller. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, but it, it looks pretty good, mm-hmm. which is the shock of all shocks. Well, I feel like if anybody's going to resurrect original Universal Monsters at this point, it would be Bloomhouse. Yeah. Um, so the question is not, does this film mean we're finally getting a monster universe now? No. The question is, mm-hmm. if this movie does well... Are we getting a reboot of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? We will never get that because God is cruel and he okay. hates me. Okay, just checking. Just checking. No, man, I, I will defend that movie until the end. You have on this show. I you know, literally was, have on this show. I was show. gonna start the shreel and then I was like, no, I've already done this. You've already done the shreel. You all know. You yes. all know. It's a great movie. For what it is. Oh, good good caveat. Yeah, there you go. Alright, let's move on. Yeah, okay. Over the last couple weeks, there have been uh, some instances of uh, professional wrestling trainer Jason Rance, or uh, Jason Ranch Dressing, as he was once known on this show. Um, One for getting uh, hung up in a DUI, Mm -hmm. other for allegations of uh, threatening through text. Uh, But nevertheless... Ridiculous crock of shit. Nevertheless... Mm -hmm. Uh, because of those run-ins with the law, suddenly that drew uh, eyeballs back to, hey, wait a minute, he's still involved in wrestling? Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, there's a huge open debate about why is wrestling in Florida trash? Yeah. Um, And I'm I'm not necessarily blaming this one individual for it, but I would say that that has been the catalyst for the discussion Mm -hmm. of, hey... This individual character still involved, that's a no-no. 
how could any place exist and have that happen? Florida must be a garbage heap. Well, we have a lot of unsavory characters right. still involved in wrestling who probably shouldn't be. True. But, but nevertheless, we're in a position now where the talk of the week, the discussion mm-hmm. of on wrestling Twitter is... Oh my god. Why is why does wrestling in Florida get such a bad rap? Mm-hmm. And so we've had plenty of takes. Mm-hmm. Uh fellow podcaster on the network, Zachary Cooper, threw his take out there mm-hmm. of, you know, that he travels all over and that he can attest that yeah, Florida tends to get a pretty bad rap in terms of professional wrestling. Um I saw some takes from Hunter Law, from Ron Nimi. Uh, plenty of other names I'd love to drop about yeah, who've like, been on the geez. show. I'm gonna pull a muscle in my bag from yeah. dropping all those names. Um, so anyway, let's talk about it. Cool. Uh, wrestling in Florida apparently gets a pretty bad rap. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think first and foremost, everything in Florida probably gets a bad rap because you know it's Florida, um, which we touched on a little bit earlier. Um, well, secondly, I would say that. Um, that the, uh, negativity getting traction is just sort of the way of the internet. Oh, totally, and especially with wrestling. Everybody would rather fucking trash anything readily available <coughs> than, like... But not only that, uh, you, you've you seen me flounder in mm-hmm. reviews for ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I talk about... A, if I did a video about a movie that I particularly enjoyed, mm-hmm. maybe my mom will watch it. But if I take a big poo-poo on a movie for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. people are glued. Yeah. They they seek out negativity. That's why Yelp exists. That's why, Ugh, you know, yeah. the BBB exists. That's why these institutions exist. Rip-off report. That's why these places exist. Because people aren't interested if you're having a good time. They want to know when, when, why did things go badly. Yeah. So I think there's already an element of that even going in. Mm-hmm. Not just Florida, but just wrestling in general. Like you said, people are looking for... There's a reason why Botchamania is very popular. People right. are looking for things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, and like everybody who raised a fuss anyway. when AEW started up, everybody mm-hmm. who's raised a fuss about every fucking thing uh, right. right on down the line. Like, people always just look for a fuck... Well, I don't want to say all people, because clearly it's not all people. No. But there is always a loud minority on Twitter, on the internet in general, who just enjoy bitching about yeah. everything humanly possible. But, even beyond... So... Taking that out to the side of like, hey, the internet kind of breeds negativity in general. Right. We'll put that to the side. There does seem to be a little bit of a stigma when it comes to professional wrestling in Florida. Mm-hmm. And so um, let's discuss that a little bit. So first of all, a couple of things that I think um, should be put on the table for maybe people out of state who don't who don't know. Um, conservative estimates... Um, would put about 60 or so companies all running currently Oof. in the state of Florida for professional wrestling. And that's from every Florida's level. Florida's not that big that's, of a state. <clears throat> that's <clears throat> professional all the way to the top Yeah. to, hey, I've got some friends in my backyard. Yeah. There's at least 60 companies all running at least one show a year in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, Unlike many states, there aren't a hell of a lot of rules to running professional wrestling in the state of Florida. No, we don't have, like, an athletic commission. There's nobody overseeing it. Nobody, unless the venue requires it, you don't have to have, like, a permit or insurance. 
nobody has to be on site. Like, you don't have it's, to run background checks yeah, on anybody. It's not like, super regulated. There are no rules. So, yeah, it's basically the Wild West. So, you've got over 60 companies all running concurrently, and it's the Wild West in terms of regulation. Mm-hmm. So, when you know that now, when you have that context... To see that there may be issues or bad wrestling or what have you at the volume that it may be at is not entirely mm. without reason. You know, right. if there's, you know, let's say there was 80, 80 wrestling shows that happened in a year in any one place. Let's just say in U.S. In the U.S. there was 80 independent wrestling shows that ran in a year. That's not even close, but we'll just say that. Or no, e- even easier. Let's say it's 100 wrestling shows in the U.S. in the span of one year. And let's say 80 of those shows are absolute gangbusters. Everything Mm -hmm. went great. But 20 of those 100 shows shit the bed. Mm -hmm. That's unfortunate, but that's kind of how statistics work. It's just like they can't all be winners. Now imagine if it was 1,000 shows and 800 went well, but 200 shows completely shit the bed across yeah. the United States. That's a lot of shows to shit that's the bed. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. to try to ignore and go, well, they can't all be winners. Yeah. Ooh, that's a lot of that's a lot of content. And now taking that dynamic, but instead of, oh, it's across the country, it's just crammed into In Florida. one state. Yeah. So there's a lot of everything, I guess, would be the idea here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because even if it was 60-40, you know, right. that it was like, oh, 60%'s great, 40% sucks. Six out of ten is like, well, that's pretty good numbers. Right. 60... Out of 100. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, now we're getting into like, ooh, this is dicey. So it's, a lot of it is cyclical by nature, but a lot of it is just bred from the overwhelming amount of wrestling, both good and bad, in the state. And uh, the amount of wrestling, the amount of wrestling companies, the amount of wrestling schools. We have an alarming amount of schools, which is, again, both good and bad. Um, there's a ton of, like, great ones, obviously, do your research. But in other states where there may be one or two... And the scarcity breeds the people who want it, the people who have, you know, the ability to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. you'll bust ass and drive 15,000 miles in the snow and walk uphill with no fucking shoes on or whatever because you want to go to wrestling school. Now it's like, well, it's down the block and I can go once a week. Right. You know, so you get a lot more of the weekenders and the like, oh, wouldn't this be funnies? Right. Instead of people who are like diehard wanting to do this. And along those same lines, because you've got a huge influx of students and recent graduates and stuff like that there's plenty of situations where maybe a show is booking talent that's a little too young that really isn't Mm -hmm. 100% ready yet whereas if it's in Indiana where there's like three companies that run they may not even get that shot it may be like nah kid you're gonna need another six months before you get in this ring where in Florida it's like you got the boots I don't know what else I'm supposed to ask get in there um because let's let's put it this way as well. Let's discuss this. It's not completely by accident that some shows are bad. Right. Like, we're throwing around a lot of numbers and we're like, oh, 80 are good and 20 are bad. That's still pretty good. It's not always by accident that, like, a show is bad. No, there are shitty just, promoters. Oh, this one happened to be a flop. Right. Yeah, oh, like... darn it. They just tried, put on the wrong costume. Yeah. No, there are shitty promoters. There are shitty schools. Mm. There are shitty wrestlers. There are shitty people involved in wrestling. And because it is the Wild West in Florida, and because there is an abundance of talent at every corner, mm. that's a recipe. It's basically the open market. It's the open yeah. market for wrestling, and as such, you get the good, the bad, and the ugly. However, 
when you also add on top of that crock pot that the WWE has their performance center in Florida, Mm -hmm. that's automatically going to draw more eyes and more, you know, attention to wherever they are. If it was, if the performance center was in Des Moines, people right. would be staring at Des Moines and being like, "What's going on? Is, there, got, is, is yeah. there any is there any spiciness going on over here?" So you've got an overabundance of all resources, promoters, schools, talent. Mm-hmm. You've got no regulation. Yeah. And you've got a huge searchlight on the entire state. It was basically a giant magnifying glass of right. the whole thing. Yeah. It's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Now, a lot of takes that I've seen from wrestlers have been, hey man, there's shitty wrestling everywhere. Like, every state has shitty oh, wrestling. Yeah. Well, no, but that's, and that's why with Florida, it's the numbers game. Like, right. of course every city and state has shitty wrestling. We just have a lot of it. Because we right. have a lot of good of and we have a lot of bad. Exactly. There's just... A lot in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people love to bitch about stuff. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, that's the, yeah. that's the skinny on... Solving on. wrestling problems. Well, I think not even solving. The yeah. solving would be regulation <laughs> and higher cost of, of, yeah. of running a show. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, if that, ha- if that happened tomorrow, if somebody snapped their fingers and, like... Okay, now everything's really well regulated and you need this, 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 and this to run a show. Mm-hmm. And no wrestlers are working for cheap. They're all going to have a steady, you know, asking price, you know, starting point here and above and blah, 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 blah. 90% of wrestling companies in Florida would go, hey, well, I'm not running anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's how yeah, you fix but it. But at least we're giving explanation. We're yeah. giving context. Exactly. It's not just like magic that Some stuff's bad yeah the, a wizard didn't cast a curse on the state of florida that wrestling's bad here right there's plenty of excellent wrestlers there's plenty of shows that are doing different things and and are really you know worth your time and effort mm-hmm. but yeah there's also very shitty people involved too yeah. and there's a lot to weed through right and so yeah that's i think the long and short of it yeah um anything else wrestling related that's that's on your mind I'm really hyped for Mania Week. I'm really hyped for our January show before Mania, because that's know, a biggie. I'm really hyped for Mania Week. That's good. No, the January show is going to be wonderful, too, but I'm just excited about, you know, Mania Week's always a good hustle and bustle. I love when everybody's here, mm-hmm. because I get all my babies in one place, and True. they don't have to, like, travel, and it's perfect. True. Like, they all come home. Like, yes. it's good. Um... I there's things I want to talk about, but I don't know how to discuss them diplomatically. So I'm I'll just okay. skip over them for now. But that's, that's safe. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for Punk Pro in 2020. I think <laughs> there's going to be a lot of great things that hopefully will help us to stand out amongst the storm of other wrestling. The other that's 59 the struggle, plus man. Yeah. companies also running. Yeah. Uh, and countless more on the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so. Keep your eyes peeled. Are we doing anything um, holiday related for Fully Gimmings? Because you released an awesome series of Halloween related shirts. Well, I'm Are still we trying, trying to, to figure out how ones? to incorporate the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen into. Re- Fuck you, that's a great movie. And um, the live action Grinch with Jim Carrey into Wrestling Merch and Home Alone. So once I figure out that, then we might be doing a holiday collection. At the very least, we'll do some bag and holiday sales because Wrestling Merch is a great gift for all of your friends and family. True. Um, 
so we'll be doing something. Okay. Yeah, I just gotta, I just gotta put it together. Okay. Gotta figure it out. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else to announce? Uh, this Saturday, ACW presents Southern Stampede, and we'll have the debut of Matt Kenway in ACW. My sweet angel baby, Matt Kenway. Yeah, mm-hmm. sweet muscly Russell baby, Matt mm-hmm. Kenway. Uh, we'll be down in the Sunshine State. And That's he'll be Slinging people around. Cause it's like negative 12 degrees and wherever the hell he lives. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. what the hell with that? And decided to come to Florida, which mm-hmm. that's always a great choice. Well, that's that, everybody. I hope uh, you've all enjoyed this spicy episode of Anycast After Dark. As always, make sure you're following us on social media. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening to podcasts. As you heard Luna say earlier, we are going to be doing some holiday specials and the like at fullygimmicked.com. Absolutely. And uh, until uh, next time, everybody, I am the sexually aggressive koala. So here's the problem. Okay. I've always been Duchess Von Fingerbang. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. thanks to the beautiful, phenomenal work of art that is the show Letterkenny, Mm -hmm. I have been gifted with Skank Zappa. Are you saying that after six years we have to update our names? I'm all right with that if we want to. I don't know, man. No. Right. Well, because well, then we be... have to change it for everybody, and that's yeah. a lot. Okay, no. To it's be okay. continued. Uh, yeah. To be continued. Yeah. Deuces. Deuces. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Greetings, everybody. Chad Allen here from the IndyCast. Uh, Well, I guess, obviously, they're listening to the show. Uh, Here to talk to you about Phil Singer Games. Uh, I know you've probably heard us talk about it uh, before if you're a listener of the episode, but if you're not, Phil Singer Games for over 30 years has been the top wrestling card and dice role-playing style game that's on the market right now. An absolute blast to play uh, if you play the Champions of the Galaxy version, where you can pretend to be one of the many stars from the future and battle them out, to legends of uh, today from here on Earth with guys like Andre the Giant and the Road Warriors, or to the most recent independent up-and-comers. You can play any single one of them, or you can even play them against each other. It gives you the chance to have those dream matches you never thought you wanted to see until right this moment. And you can find out all about it on philsingergames.com. There are hundreds of wrestlers to choose from. Tell them the IndyCast sent you. Go to philsingergames.com. I'm ready to greet the day, you fucker. Every single one of you guys has made a horrible decision. <laughs> it's that dirty-ass Meryl Street. We it's are. Your... We're touching wieners. Not touching wieners you. professionally. Ric Flair said fuck a six-pack, and he never lost an ounce of pussy. What I am is a big, queer, stone-cold Steve Austin. Mom, save vagina.